0: And welcome back to another episode of Podcast Quincy's City View with Mayor Tom Koch. Uh, my name is Mark Carey. I'm his media director. We are sitting in the mayor's office as we do at every episode of this uh, of this program, of this podcast. And uh, today, welcome, Mayor. Hello, Mark. How are you? Doing just fine, thank you. Ah. A little dreary day ah. out there for summer day, but, you know. I am as well. Excuse me for coughing. Hairball? Right. Your, yeah, your microphone. Yeah, that's what it was. It was a hairball. So let's move on immediately to the first issue at hand. We are we've talked about this not that long ago, but it is a big issue when people are driving the streets of Quincy. And you know, I know that there's been a uh, an effort right now. There's a hundred million dollar road plan uh, reworking over the next few years. Sure, and uh, we'll discuss that. But really, what a lot of folks don't know, and I and I know you may have said this before, you have said this before, but over the decades, a lot of um, the work that's been done on the roads is just sort of paving over and paving over and paving over and not taking care of the water pipes that have been there since the 1800s and the 1920s. And, and that's, you sort of took a sidewalk to sidewalk approach to this since you've been in office. And with the hundreds of miles of roads that we have, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a disruption to people, And especially right now. We're just finishing up the North Quincy um, uh, area and Hancock and East Guantam And there's been so many, uh, I mean, a lot of other roads happening. So I want to just fill the folks in a little bit on that and how that process works.
1: Yeah, sure. So um, I've been around government for a little while and, and certainly observed over the years how things were done. And I'm not being critical of anybody else. But the reality is we're trying to do things that will last a long time. So when you look at a road, people don't think about what's under the road until there's a problem. Uh, you see the gas company out there digging up from time to time. There's a water break. The water guys are out there digging up. Perhaps there's a sewer backup. Perhaps there's a storm drain issue. There's a lot of infrastructure underground that has to be addressed. We're an old city, and it was ignored for a long, long time. So we're dealing with that. Now, why does that matter with the roads? Because if we, you know, if you just go down and, and paint the streets black, um, you're not dealing with stuff underneath, then you're going to be back there and no time digging trenches and fixing things. And so we basically come up with a master plan citywide and our engineers and an outside company comes in and kind of analyzes the road work, number one. So then we have an index of the roads. Second piece is we meet with National Grid and look at um, what they're looking to do for replacement going forward. And us telling them, this is what we're looking to do for roads. Therefore, you should consider doing the gas main on these roads uh, before we do the final payment. And then, of course, our own team looks at the age and the condition and the pressure of the water mains. And we do the same thing there, the analysis engineering. So then you basically come up with a plan where each construction season we're doing hundreds of miles of water main, hundreds of miles of gas main, uh, and then doing the road over after it has settled. So it's important to note that. It, I, obviously, if you you know think about those things on the unless you have a problem at home, right? Yeah it doesn't go on. You know, there's an issue. But in in uh, in reality, a lot of this stuff is old. So over the last uh, decade, we've spent a lot of resources and energy. I think we've we've done over 260 streets now. Um, in that amount of time, we got over a thousand streets. So we we got a ways to go. But we're making making tremendous progress. And I know people don't like interruption. I know it's. And I've talked to people. I've been out there in meetings and knocking doors, saying hello to folks and. And they say the street is beautiful. It took a while, but the street is beautiful. <laughs> and I get it; it does take some time to uh, appropriately do this, organize it, keep the traffic flowing, uh, and to do it right. And uh, the other important aspect of it is we don't go back and repave it immediately after they finish because you want everything to settle. If the compaction isn't right, you do the road over. All of a sudden, in year, you get in settlement and potholes, and and this. Oh, they screwed this whole thing up. Well. Uh, it takes some time and effort and engineering uh, discipline to do these things the right way. So we're making good progress. And overall, I think people are pleased, you know, we're putting in granite curbing where there was no curbing at all. In many cases, we're doing concrete sidewalks. Some cases we don't. And some of those areas are places where there are a lot of very large trees and, and trees protruding around. It makes it difficult to cut them back too deep and to put a concrete block over it. So, the asphalt is more pliable. It, it's easier to work with in around tree roots. It's, and again, it's that balance of trying to keep trees because they're important part of the urban forest. At the same time, um, you know, meeting the public safety issues of people being able to walk down the sidewalk without tripping. And, uh, so it's, it's constant. But for example, now right now in North Quincy, by the high school, the Hancock Street, roughly from the Hancock Street Bridge back to Squantum Street, over West Squantum Street to the bridge goes over Newport Avenue and then back a little bit uh, on the other on Walgreen side. So all of that work is ongoing, and I believe it's this coming Sunday night we'll be doing the final pavement. So I know people say, oh, geez, they just paved it, now they're digging it up again. Well, the base coast was, coat was done. Essentially, you go in, you dig up a street, they reset the curbs, put the base down, do the sidewalk work, do the loan borders, and do the finished coat kind of last. It's the the last look of, of the street. So when you do that, particularly main drags, there's a lot of castings. People don't think about that. Sometimes you drive over it and it clicks, you hear it. There's manholes for sewer. There's manholes for electric and phone. There's uh, water and gas shutoffs and things. So there's a lot of these castings that you've got to get right as well. So the base coat goes down, and uh, that's probably a good three, three and a half inches, and then another inch and a half will go on top. But they raise the castings, and then they put the finish coat so everything is nice, smooth and even, uh, and certainly everything is graded to the storm drain so you don't have any puddling and so forth. So there is a method to it. There is a method to the madness, as they say, and uh, that project is just about finished on that section. But we've got we've got streets happening uh, uh, all across the city, and uh, it's good stuff. I'm grateful to our Public Works team. They do great work overseeing it. We've got some great cron- contractors in Susie and DeRoma and and others as well, C.A. Naughton. I mean, they're all working extremely hard and and getting the work done. So for those folks that haven't had their street done and may be interested, you can call Public Works and they give you an update on what the index shows for that street. Um, Sometimes the street's so bad anyway that we're we're waiting to do the pipes to do the street because if you do the street, you know, at that point, uh, two years you're digging the pipes up again. It doesn't make any sense. So I appreciate the patience of people, but I heard, haven't heard from, I have heard from a lot of people that they're very pleased with the final product uh, when it is finished.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, if you want to visit uh, the uh, Quincy Public Works Department, please go to quincyma.gov. You can find every department there. And the way to get things, the squeaky wheel, as they always say, gets things done. And, you know, and not to mention that we are in a city in an area of the country that... Re- that receives a lot of the elements, if you will, right? So we have winters that are really harsh on our roads, plows going over it all summer, I mean all winter, and, and it warms up, and then it freezes again, it warms up, and it freezes again. It's a lot, right?
1: It is, and, that, and that's where you get in trouble, potholes. It's when you have the penetration in the asphalt, the cracks, the seams, that's where the water gets in, freezes, and it pops the road. So a uh, new road that should not happen with, and of course... Yeah, we're in the Northeast, so we take more of a beating. You go down south, you don't have this, these kinds of issues because they don't have the freezing and thawing. They don't have the salt going salt, down. on the, the on Salt the, Salt does a lot of damage to the infrastructure. It eats away at everything. It's, it's not a great thing, but it's public safety purposes. Um, it's
0: important. And before we move on to our next subject, I was having this conversation with you, but I also had it with Bob Damon this morning. We were ta- he was talking to a, um, a former Kennedy School of Government professor, and says basically all these cities are corporations, and your job essentially as a mayor is to be the city engineer slash urban slash suburban planner, right? Yeah, I mean <laughs> it, it. It, it, it is a CEO. CEO position, and and
1: we work with all our department heads to get the job done for the residents. That's what it's all about. It is it is a corporation. We have a city seal. It's a it's a significant operation. We've got um, you know several thousand employees. So we have a, a lot of roads, as we just talked about, and we've got. More than eighty municipal buildings and seawalls to maintain, and, and you name it. I mean, libraries and veteran services and parks and forestry and cemeteries, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So cetera. there, it is a big job. It is a big job. It's not, you know, people see uh, in the newspaper for presenting a citation or cutting a ribbon. Uh, that's just the the icing, if you will, on the cake. Day to day, you're making decisions every day to advance the city, and uh, and I love it. It's it's been great run.
0: Yeah. And I bring that up just because as you bring up half of this road work that you're talking about, it just goes over my head. A former parks commissioner, you know a lot about the trees and the species of trees and the trees that we take down. We're putting, we're planting way more than we take down. That's city. correct. No,
1: that's correct. I mean, you do lose trees every year by virtue of, I mean, they, they reach a, its life's end. Uh, the road salt does a job on trees. The compaction, the lack of air and water getting to the tree roots uh, uh, does a job on trees. In many cases, we probably shouldn't be planting trees in some of the areas we do because it doesn't have the room to grow, like it would like to have. But in reality, trees make an enormous difference in the urban environment. So we're planting trees that are more conducive to some of the urban challenges uh, than what it used to be. And uh, you know, again, the team at Natural Resources does great work
0: there. But uh, planting trees is very important. Okay, let's move on to. Uh, please, please, we're, we're getting <laughs> we're getting out of the uh, doldrums of summer and. Uh, Days, or doldrums? the dog days, the dog days, adult doldrums, doldrums, okay. doldrums of summer, but also the dog days of summer, as we used to say in radio business back in the day. And uh, we're getting ready to go back to school, so let's talk a little bit about that process and how the city amps up and the school department ends. we getting ready for school? Yeah. Well, I always <laughs> You got ready earlier than I did. I was probably I was late. We're getting prepared to go to, school? You mean back I don't to mean, school.
1: I don't mean personally, Mark, with all your, your <laughs> challenges. I just meant in general, as a kid, how well, we hated that yeah. uh, Labor Day coming because you knew we were going back into the classroom and the freedom that we had all
0: summer is gone. No, I got excited about it, actually. I got excited about something new. It was a new class, new year, always trying to be cooler, trying to be you know, different. We were. I was a year older. I felt like the summer changed us. You know, come on. Okay. I felt good okay. about it. Sure, sure. I believe okay. it. At any
1: rate. We are preparing for school reopening. So you get the administrative side where superintendent Mulvey and assistant superintendent Perkins and the HR director Cox and all the folks work very hard to fill all the positions going into September because the system outside, you get all kinds of retirements during the course of the year, whether it's teachers, paraprofessionals, uh, um, lunch matrons, bus drivers, secretaries, on and on. So I think they're probably filling up with around 70 positions so that's that's a lot of work to to vet them and, and uh, get everything in place, get the paperwork done, and get started for a new year. So that's the admin side. They just finished these, the summer programs, the summer school. I think they had more than 1,500 kids involved in some of the terrific programming during the summertime, which was awesome. Uh, it's uh, it's it's good stuff for the kids that want to participate. And then, of course, there's the physical, physical side of things, right? So numbers change each year going in, and, and I know um, some of the buildings need a, maybe a computer classroom built out or this or that. I, I believe we're doing 15 classrooms over at North Quincy high school because the addition that was done in the late seventies, early eighties, the, the carpet in there has uh, in pretty bad shape. So we've been doing so many rooms a year. I think this should wrap up all the worst of the, uh, carpet where it, the carpet just wears off and they're walking on the wood sub, sub flooring actually. Um, so Made tremendous progress there. Um, you know, they go through all the HVAC and heating systems, make sure everything is in order, change all the filters. Uh, some of that work that you can't do while the kids are in school um, because of the disruption in, you know, whether it's restrooms, hallways, common areas, all that gets done as well. So our public uh, public buildings department gets a bunch of work orders from the school system, principals, they submit it, and, uh, and they chip away at it all summer long. A ton of painting going on and over the school buildings. Then of course the custodial staff, then they jump in before school opens and go in and do all the finishing touches. They, they strip and seal and wax every school in the, uh, every school room, classroom, nurses, office, hallways, restrooms, et cetera, to get everything ready. So the day that school opens, everything is usually, uh, clean as a whistle and nice and shiny
0: for, for a new school year. And, uh, talking about new school updates and new school upgrades, um, we are also in the process of. I know we've at least uh, started the process of a new quantum school, which would be school number
1: four. Actually, sc- school number four with the SBA, but school number five since I've been mayor because the De Center, which is a new learning right. center school on Old mm-hmm. Colony Avenue, which is going to serve some of our uh, special needs population, uh, is going to be tremendous. It mm-hmm. uh, really is. Uh, we're looking forward to that dedication. Will happen sometime this fall. We will then begin the process of, um, with the school department, the superintendent and his team, to figure out when the best transition is on starting to move some of the kids in, when it opened it up for its, in its entirety. It's safe to say that by a year from September, that will be in full motion uh, as a as a learning center. So it's the transition going into it. Because you've got kids already out of district now um, that, you know, do you take them out in the middle of the year? Do you wait till the start of the year? You know, you get those kinds of questions and and I'll leave that to the experts on the school side, quite frankly. Uh, but the Squantum School is something we've been in the queue for a few years with. We're accepted. So now the real the real work has begun. We've got an OPM. We've got an architect on board. And we're going to be holding a community meeting in Squantum in September. I believe it's September 14th, but we'll make sure we get that word out um, so that we can uh, introduce the team to the community in Squantum introduce the process and explain to people how this works, because this all follows the guidelines by the School Building Authority, which is going to be funding a, a significant portion of this. We get reimbursed. That number hasn't been assigned yet, but in the past, I think Southwest, we were reimbursed about 63 or 65% in that range. Central Middle School was 80%. That was phenomenal. That's amazing. Um, so we appreciate uh, State Treasurer Deb Goldberg and her team, who work so hard. Uh, SBA comes under the State Treasurer. And in uh, helping, working with the communities, and getting us there. So uh, it's good stuff. So we'll, the, the actual designing will begin in earnest this fall. So we'll kick it off, let everybody know exactly where we are, introduce the team, listen to concerns, some of the challenges that may be there today, right? Yeah. We want to address in the new facility uh, if there's some challenges. And I'm sure there's going to be some talk about school kid drop off and morning drop off and pick up and That's always a challenge around schools. Nobody walks a school firm. Not too many a school anymore. But we'll introduce the team, and we'll get going on that. And then from that meeting, we'll begin the design process. I know that they're considering what the options are as far as siting it, and that's one of the discussions we'll have. I can tell you this. It's going to be more than – it'll be a minimum two-story building. We're not going to have a – one-story building like we have today that just stretches and stretches. <laughs> it's across. the longest yeah, school ever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. that's just really a waste of, of good space. Um, so, so more to come on that, but uh, I know the, the folks of Squantum have been uh, patiently waiting for this, especially with young kids,
0: and it's just around the corner now. It's exciting. That is exciting. Uh, as a, my, my, I, was, my, uh, I was a parent of Spit a daughter, all. a child, who went to Squantum school. Actually loved it, but it was an interesting setup and layout in that school for sure.
1: Yeah. And and those, you could tell the last edition that was done up was the seventies, but you could tell it was temporary. They, Mm. they, they, you know, this wasn't meant forever. You could tell by the quality of it, never mind the design of it. But at any rate, we're, we're in a good place. Obviously we've, we've been successful Quincy High and Central and Southwest. And, and of course, down the road, we'd like to see a school in West Quincy. That's why we purchased the St. Mary's site, knowing that we wouldn't get to it right away, but you know They ain't making any more land, as, as Buck Rogers once said, <laughs> buying land because they ain't making any more of it. So with the plan that, look, if we didn't buy it, it would have been sold, and who knows, condominiums or something would go there. Yeah. But we need to protect uh, – I, I really think that part of our city, West Quincy, they probably travel the furthest mm. for their kids to go to elementary school. And I think there's a fantasy issue here, and I'd like to address that. So once we get Squanum underway – We will then set our eyes on the West Quincy School, and of course, the school committee would have a lot of say in that, as well as the funding with the city council.
0: Well, that's fantastic. I think that's a good update on the schools, and uh, I think that covers us for this episode. We don't want to put out a couple of issues a week, and it's again the doldrums, doldrums of summer. So we'll come back with lots more on school stuff and everything else that's happening in the city, Mayor, anything else? Nope. Thanks, Mark. Enjoy the summer, folks. We'll see you next time on Podcast Quincy. Check out quincyma.gov. You can also find us on social media. And if you have any concerns, questions, or uh, issues at all, please feel free to call the mayor's office anytime. Just go right to to the source, 617-376-1990. That's 617-376-1990. And we'll see you next time. Podcast Quincy.